upon further review. Panther head coach Matt Rule on the podcast right now. First question, how much 11-on-11 11 11 work did Carolina get done on Tuesday? Um, we've, we've done uh, limited teamwork, you know, in the first couple of days, like just traditional practices. And then uh, today went out there. I think we've got probably, I'm going to tell them the total number of plays here, like 60 or 70 plays total. Um, excuse me, more than that, like 89, 89 plays minus a couple of false starts and all that. So, um, you know, with no preseason games, um, with really no OTAs, we thought it was important to, uh, to, to get the guys some, um, you know, situations, you know, uh, uh, having to react uh, in the red zone, having to react backed up, having to react to sudden change, having to react to two minute. Um, you know, to, sometimes you have to just play those situations out and, and then uh, learn from them, you know. So I thought we had some good things. We had some bad things, you know. Um, uh, we've put the ball on the ground three times. We fumbled three times, which is great for our defense. That's a win. You know, you're going to win that game every time. And on offense, obviously not good enough. But um, it's like everything else, you know, there, there were some really good things. Some things we have to build on. Uh, I like the energy of it, you know, and uh, I like the fact that our guys were able to adjust from sort of a, a typical practice into a day like today. Um, didn't actually scrimmage, never made it live, you know, but they still had a lot of intensity, which was great. Up next, a question about tight end Ian Thomas and his potential. Uh, you know, Ian's a really talented player, and it's his turn to, um, to, to, to step up and play along with, you know, Chris Manhurts. Um, Ian's got the ability to get down the seam and also block at the point of attack. Um, he uh, he has all the ability to do it. He just you know he just has to he just has to go out and do it. He just needs the reps to play and um, and 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 you know sometimes when you're you know playing part time you know you you're afraid to make a mistake. You're afraid to you know hey if I don't do something right they're going to pull me out. You know sometimes you just need to know that hey they're going to stick with me and, and Ian's someone we want to stick with. We believe in them. And we believe with him and Chris, you know, we have two really big, powerful, strong, athletic tight ends that, that can uh, really do something special. On to the defensive secondary. To what extent is Eli Apple in a battle for a cornerback spot? Yeah, I think a bunch of guys are going to battle for those spots. You know, I like the young players as well. Um, I like some of the guys that were here last year that are they're getting an opportunity. So, um, you know, one of the things I tried to ask them to do today was just, you know, keep rotating you know, guys through, put some guys in from the twos in with the ones, put some threes in with the twos. I mean, sometimes you never know what a guy can do until you give him a shot, you know, and no preseason games this year. We're going to have to do things like that. But, you know, Eli um, you know, had an offseason foot, so we're, we're just – he's another guy whose load we're trying to monitor. And so the last couple of days we were sort of easing him into it. Eli has a chance to be a really good player. He's got tremendous skills. Um, you know, he's just learning our defense. And, you know, with me, with him, um, to me, him having process, him having, you know, discipline to have detail will just make him a better and better player. It's all he has the talent to do it. He's a good guy. He likes to work hard. It's just about detail. And if we can continue to detail out his technique and his assignments, um, I think he, you know, I think he can have a really good year and continue to get better as the year goes on. So um, we have to do all that while at the same time monitoring, you know, his foot, making sure that, you know, we don't overload him. This next topic gets Coach Rule in a bit of a storytelling mode. Linebacker to hear Whitehead and Coach Rule were together at Temple years ago. Yeah, um, you know he's um, he's everything that I remember, and um, you know he's really moving well. That's the biggest thing I'll say. You know, and, and I said that to him yesterday. He said, you know, he lost a bunch of weight from last year in Vegas. I think he was like two forty eight or two forty five last year. He's down in the two thirties now. So he's he's I think he's reinvented his body I and mean, he's moving around great. But he's a guy that has a positive impact on the people around him. 
and I'll, I'll tell you just a quick story. I, I probably have told it before, but I, I'll, I'll always remember it. You know, I didn't coach to hear when he was there as the head coach or as the position coach. I was on the other side of the ball, but I always respected him. And I became the head coach, and we were having a camp on a Saturday. And uh, we had a bunch of recruits in from Pittsburgh on Friday night, and they got in late. And, you know, that's like five hours away. So it was like 10 o'clock at night, and we were showing them around the facility before they went to the hotel and came back the next day for camp. And the music was blaring in the, in the locker room. And I was upstairs in the academic area with the recruits. And I said, someone find out who's doing that. And, and they were like, it's Tahir Whitehead. And Tahir, here's Tahir. He's playing for the Detroit Lions at the time. He's a second or third year player. I can't remember. And he's, he's in the weight room and he's training on a Friday night. Now, a lot of guys on a Friday night would be out at a nightclub or something, but, but that's who he is. He is a family man. He is a worker. He is a football guy. And he's a guy that like, you know, when you coach him, you're coaching uh, a peer, you're coaching someone that you respect and uh, his opinion matters to me. So I think he's uh, he has an impact on his teammates, but I know he certainly has an impact on me when, there's something that I do that maybe doesn't make sense. He'll ask me or he'll come talk to me. And that's what, you, that's what I want. I don't have it all figured out. I want guys around me that are, uh, you know, helping me to be the best coach that I can be. Hmm. The process of selecting captains for the 2020 Carolina Panthers. You know, I haven't, uh, that's a great question. I haven't really thought about the captain part of it yet. Um, it's probably something I would delve into a little bit more with some of the guys who've been in the NFL longer and how, how they've done it and all those things. You know, my whole thing with captains has always been like, if you're going to have them, I just want to make sure they're real. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that, that they're who the players and coaches see as the guys who best represent the team. Um, you know, that being said, I think, I think there's a lot of guys that are doing a nice job of, of leading both by example and by action and deed, and also doing a great job of rallying the guys. Um, you know, uh, I think we have several guys like that, that I go to. And I think over the next two weeks is, you know, this first week, guys are really trying to figure out what we're doing with the offensive defenses, how practice works. As I said yesterday or the day before, I think, you know, in the coming weeks, we'll really see the personalities emerge. And as we get closer to the fifth, you know, as we cut the team down and, and really, you know, finalize our roster and head into the season, I think I'd probably start to think even greater than about, hey, who, who best represents uh, the core values of what it means to be a core Carolina Panther. A new defensive lineman, free agent Jalen Jelks, has been added to the Carolina roster. Well, you know, Marty, Marty remembered him going all the way back to the school call. And, um, uh, you know, the, the, the pro personnel guys are just working overtime right now. Got a lot of respect for the job that they're doing. Uh, just, just trying to find guys who fit the way that we play. And Jalen's an athletic defensive end that can pass rush and, can, and, and plays hard. And, you know, to me, it, playing hard is a skill. You know what I mean? It's a, it's, it's, it's just as much important as, you know, the, the ability to pass rushes. We want guys who play hard. We want to overwhelm people with how hard we play, how fast we play. And so um, we're going to just, you know, anytime we can, we're going to just keep trying to bring guys in that maybe fit with what we're doing. And, and um, uh, you know, this year with, you know, 53 players and 16 practice squad players, you know, 69 total, um, there'll be a lot of room for guys that, that do things the right way and play the way that we play. So, uh, we'll bring Jalen in, and hopefully it all works out, and we have a chance to see what he can do over the final two weeks. Up next, a question about the leadership of veteran offensive tackle Russell Okung. Tremendous, 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 uh, uh, just like a quiet leadership. It, it's really cool to see, like, because the O-line room's outside my room, and you sometimes I'll walk out and certainly wouldn't, you know, doesn't do things to be seen, but he's over there. He gets up quietly, walks over to Taylor Moten, he kind of, shows him something with his hands. He walks over to Greg Little. 
Um, you know, he's one of the guys, he's a great guy, but he's also, you know, helping those young players. Um, and that's really, people talk a lot about leadership and I'll say it again. It's not about giving speeches. It's about helping other players play better. <laughs> yeah, that's really all it is. Right. So who helps other players play better, you know, both from a coaching staff perspective and a player perspective. And, you know, a guy like Russell who takes guys out there and works with them a little, you know, five minutes here, three minutes there, seven minutes there, a kind word here he has an impact on them that helps them play better. And that, that's leadership in its truest form. And to wrap this up, Wednesday is an off day, but only for the Panther players. Well, the coaches are going to work tomorrow. So um, I feel bad. I kind of laughed. I'm laughing as I say that. Like, I probably should give them. But, you know, we, um, we have an off day tomorrow. Then we'll have another off day on Sunday. So we kind of, I, I tried to put three within seven or eight days because all the research shows that most of the injuries happen. Um, you know, in, in the in the first week, you know, beginning of the second week. So, you know, on the, on Sunday, uh, I'll, I'll give you know, I'll give the coaches off as well. Um, coaches will work, you know, part of the day tomorrow. But you know, our players, I you know, hope they spend some time with their family. Hope they spend some time preparing. You know, it's an off day, but there are really are no off days. You know, everything everything that you do prepares you for the next practice and eventually for the season. And so. You know, we had, and we don't, I don't, I'm not monitoring this or anything, but we had so many guys in the building last Saturday. I came in the building because, you know, we had a tryout and I had some work to do on this past Saturday. And we, I mean, I must have seen 60 or 70 guys just walking around, you know, regenerating, recovering, treatment, all that stuff. And, you know, that's all optional. That's all that they want to do it. They don't have to do it. But what you see is a commitment to the guys taking care of their bodies. And one of the things that we've done here, um, since last year is we've made a commitment to our players and their health and their physical well-being and their mental well-being and all those things. And so there are so many resources that, to be quite frank, previously were out of house. Guys would have to get done at night and spend their own money and go out and, you know, get a massage or get a chiropractor. And, and we went out and found those guys and we're bringing them in house and, you know, guys, some guys will still do it, you know, outside. That's their prerogative, you know, but we want to make sure that, that we give our players the best of the best. And if they're going to go out and lay it on the line for us, then we want to make sure we have what they need. And so um, there'll be a lot of resources here if they want it. Otherwise, I hope they study their playbook a little bit and hang out with their family and, and um, you know, relax and come back uh, focused because it'll be a hard it'll be a hard three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday heading into the Sunday day off. And, um, you know, we need to make sure everyone's in it, both physically and mentally. Matt Rule on a pun further review. Thanks for listening to it. This is Mick Mixon reporting on the Carolina Panthers Podcast Network. <laughs>